and welcome into our podcast, The Quacks, a podcast about longevity. This is the place where you can learn how to get healthy and stay healthy naturally. I'm glad you joined us today. Let's get started. Welcome into The Quacks, everyone. I'm Dr. Alan Miner. Thank you for listening today. This is, I think, not just us, but most every chiropractor we know's favorite topic is children. It's kids. And I think one of the reasons... You know, we, we fully embrace, we're contrarian by nature. You know, we're the ones that are saying, no, I don't think you need that medication. Whereas the world's saying, no, take more drugs. That's what makes you healthy. And when it comes to kids, these pure, innocent, you know, just this blank slate of a child to, to reach their innate God-given potential, um, we want to help them do that in chiropractic has such a brilliant role in that. And it's why we take care of kids. And it's, it's so interesting, I think, because that freaks a lot of people out, or at least just pa- causes pause when they put us into a category of back pain, neck pain, headaches. Mm-hmm. What on earth does taking children have to do with any of that? And so that's what we're going to talk about today is pregnancy, it's children, and it's, it's our, our favorite topic. Uh, Dr. Pat, I'm going to put you on the spot. You're favorite kid adjustment you've ever done your favorite story the favorite thing you've ever seen adjusting a child can you share that with us how old were they when did it happen what was going on why did the parents bring them in i saw always love the ones that, the parents that let me go adjust the baby the day they were born those are always the coolest things ever there's nurses like what in the world is he doing to this baby like but it's so gentle it's so powerful but that shows what the core of chiropractic is being proactive and most of the time we want, it's never too late to get adjusted, of course. When adults come in and get adjusted, they're being active with their health. But when you're truly being proactive, you're adjusted from day one. I mean, there's so much stress that goes through that whole birthing process that's placed on their little spines, little delicate spines. And of course, the adjustment just helps you really kickstart that nervous system to work and heal and have them thrive. You know what I mean? Beautifully said. Uh, we had all three of my children at home and I got to adjust every one of them within a minute of them being born. And those were very gentle, natural water births at home where there really wasn't a lot of pulling on their head, force, you know, forcing forceps or worst case vacuum or C-sections. I don't think most parents recognize how much pressure that puts on a child. And I'll tell you what, um, all three of my kids were subluxated. Their, Their spines were misaligned when they came out, just twisting and pushing and going through the birthing process. And that, of course, those little misalignments and those little tiny muscles at the base of their neck, the base of their spine, impact the way that little baby's brain is developing. And so let alone, this is always a scary stat to me, but when you, of course you'd never do this, but if you were to pick up a little infant by their head and let them hang there, you'd be putting somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 15 pounds of stress into their neck. And so just... I want you to have that visual, friends. The average cesarean section has been recorded at somewhere between 50 to 70 pounds of pressure on a little newborn baby's neck. And so you can just appreciate if there's any pulling on the head to help get the baby out of mom during birth, that immediately sets the stage for imbalance neurologically. And and oftentimes it's called KISS syndrome. Dr. Adrian, can you break down just a little more in depth about because right away I think people start wondering, well, how do you adjust that and what happens? And okay, what time out? What's going on in the brain and the neck because there's traction at birth? Can you start there? 
Yeah, well, I mean, to begin, the, the adjustments, they are. They're very gentle. They're very specific adjustments. But when we do have this, this torsional stress, especially at the neck, uh, because of a forceful delivery, that begins to put stress on that nerve system that we continuously talk about. And we know that the nerve system is so important that we do want to make sure that that's always clear and functioning. So because of that stress that takes place because of things like the vacuum or forceps deliveries, or even if there's not there, we know that just that birthing process itself is a stressful thing. It's a beautiful thing, but it's also very stressful to the baby. So we always want to make sure that that spine is, is in good, healthy alignment so that way that nerve system can communicate regularly and normally like it should so that way that baby can really begin to heal naturally from that very first second that it's born into this world. And it's such an honor to be able to, you know, adjust newborns. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's an honor to adjust every patient, but to get those phone calls, to be able to go into uh, the delivery room and be able to make sure that that baby is free of subluxations and can begin life on a, on a healthy journey and process uh, is, is, is such a, a wonderful experience and neat for everybody there in that room to see. Yeah, and that adjustment, friends, on children, on infants, uh, it's very gentle. I think people instantly think of me trying to adjust Dr. Pat here, who's a couple hundred pounds and an ex-football player. Uh, not the same adjustment. That is the art of what we do, the art of chiropractic. I mean, I typically use my pinkies, and, and it's, it's such a gentle touch. Uh, but it's amazing when we can get that spine moving, get those nerve endings firing, and now that baby has a chance to develop in the most healthy way possible. Uh, something that's interesting that I want to touch on, though, is a pattern that tends to happen, and that is we see cesarean uh, delivery or forceps delivery or a lot of force on the baby's head. And then what is an interesting correlation is sometime in the first month, that little newborn seems to come down frequently with a cold. Uh, ear infections, uh, their first fever, and that kind of sets off a chain, doesn't it, Dr. Pat? Absolutely, and it's that same whole complex, you know what I mean? The power that made the body heals the body. Your nervous system controls your immune system. So if your sinuses aren't working correctly, your throat's not working correctly to process things and get them out of there to really take on these different bugs and things that are introduced to these babies who already have a low immunity, they need to build their immunity over time it's gonna really affect them. So that nervous system needs to be thriving. You know what I mean? And that adjustment, even from day one, is the key. You have to keep them, or start them off on a good foot, like Dr. Adrian was talking about. Yeah, I think that's mark number one. If you haven't adjusted your child or your, your grandchild, had them checked by a chiropractor, ear infections or common colds, you know, particularly if a mom's breastfeeding, you know, that child has mom's immunity as being downloaded every time they breastfeed. And so, that something's really going on in that little baby's environment that they're catching a cold. A lot of times people, oh, they're a little baby, they're so weak and their immune system's not developed yet. Well, that's not true if the child's breastfeeding. Now, if a child's formula fed, that then perpetuates this problem. So this is, again, what we call the perfect storm. The child had a C-section delivery. Now they're not, for whatever reason, getting mom's natural breast milk, so they're eating formula, which is filled with a lot of nasty stuff, isn't it, Doc? It is. It's filled with, with toxins that really uh, can affect the child early on, especially neurologically. And why in the world would you go, you know, nine months of not putting any toxins into the body, but the moment they're born, inject them with 
you know, these chemicals and these toxins that have harmful effects uh, to that baby's development and to their body, which then leads to other symptoms and a cascade of events in that area. Uh, and it's unfortunate because that's oftentimes um, the go-to route, unfortunately. So we want to help you to become better understanders. And, and really, we do see great results with kids with, with ear infections because as babies are growing and developing, those eustachian tubes, those, those grow horizontally. Those are horizontal, and as they grow, they become more vertical. So when a baby is being fed, obviously their, their head is an extension, so those can't drain properly. So putting proper movement into the spine to allow that to properly drain is really going to help to limit and reduce those, those ear infections and help their nervous system and in turn help that immune system be able to fight off any type of bacteria or virus that that baby is exposed to. Most definitely. A colic comes to mind too. It's amazing. And these days reflux. We're seeing a lot of kids that, you know, they haven't even tested, friends, these reflux medications on children ever. They don't know the impact. And it's amazing how many kids we see who, you know, they're spitting up all the time. And I mean, that is for a chiropractor such a simple thing to help that child just looking at those nerves in the mid-back that go into the digestive tract. And, and a lot of times there's these spasm muscles and fixations and we just get that little spine and those nerves moving and all of a sudden they're not spitting up after feedings. So let's progress this. You have a, a child who's born under cesarean uh, kind of a scenario. For whatever reason, they're given formula which is filled with hydrogenated oil, dairy, soy, you know, all these things that a baby was never meant to have to digest, not the same stuff as what's in mother's milk. And now all of a sudden we see uh, an ear infection or two or three during the first year, uh, reflux problems. Now all of a sudden that child's two or three years old and they've had chronic uh, problems, particularly that start in the ears, it's really common that now we see tubes put in, right doc? Yeah, and that is a really scary process because it's, going against how the body naturally should work through the ears, through the eustachian tubes, through the throat. And typically it is a problem with the way that those organs are processing things. And most people don't look to the nervous system to see why the nervous system isn't contributing to normal function there. They just, oh, their ears aren't working well, or they just get sick often. Let's put tubes, cure that. It's a failing process. You know what I mean? A lot of times those tubes fall out, they grow and they don't adapt to those ones so they have to put them again. It's a really bad surgery that these kids have to go through. It doesn't help them thrive at all. It just it makes for more sickness and problems later on too. And what that's doing, friends, is if you've ever had a bottle of water uh, that, I don't even know how to describe these. It's almost like a big bottle where you have to poke a hole in the top of the jug so that when you open up the handle, the water flows out faster. Uh, that's kind of what those tubes end up doing is they poke a hole up there in the ear. So what happens is those tubes start draining in a natural, unnatural way down into the chest. And so what happens now is tough birth like we talked about, not given all the natural nutrients. Now there's a history of the immune system being knocked down oftentimes with antibiotics because of reflux, because of ear infections, because of a child getting sick frequently. Now, a lot of parents don't let fevers ride, so they're continually knocking the fever down and giving antibiotics. And so what's happening is this little child's immune system's never had a chance to develop. You know, understand that's how our immune system works, friends, is you catch a bug, you get a cold, you get sick, your body develops natural antibodies. You know, you can't really supplement those. I think that's what vaccines are trying to do, but you just can't supplement those. 
Your body has to go through that cycle and letting the fever ride, letting a child, you know, when you knock down a cold by giving him antibiotics, you're not letting the child's natural immune system develop. Then we see these kids with frequent ear infections, they get tubes, that starts draining all that fluid into the chest cavity. Now, this is where we see kids a little older down the way who start having asthma problems, right, Doc? Yep. And uh, talk about that. Yeah, they start having asthma problems, and then there's obviously a, a, a treatment for the asthma, you know, where they're given this, this steroid uh, to try to be able to, to increase and bronchodilate these, these bronchioles. Uh, which is a horrible thing because we know the effects that these steroids have on the children. Then they're starting to put on weight, and then they're much more sedentary in schools nowadays. So they're not active, and they're not getting the exercise that they need to, which is, once again, it's just a chain and a cascade of events that continue to take place. And as a result of these toxins, obviously, that they're putting in their body to try to treat the specific symptom, the underlying cause is still there. And that's why the beautiful thing with chiropractic is it actually addresses the root cause and just taking stress and interference away the nerve system so that way this child can thrive and be where they need to be at that particular age. Then, to make it worse, and I have three young children, so we've fallen into rhythms of this at times, but you know, what's the typical kid's diet these days? It's chicken fingers, it's pizza, it's hamburgers, it's french fries, it's mac and cheese, it's sodas, or parents don't do sodas as much, but it's Gatorades and Powerades and colored high fructose corn syrup drinks. So friends, that's why we call this this perfect storm is you have this child whose body's been under assault from birth and now they've been given medications for all these different symptoms throughout their life. Their immune system's never developed. They're not getting enough whole fruits and vegetables and just plain solid edge of the grocery store nutrients, you know, if you, stuff that people would have recognized 150 years ago. If they didn't recognize it then, it's probably not great for your body now. And then what's interesting, and, and we see friends, we're doing this because I want you to understand, we see kids at all different stages of this, but this is such a common arc we see in the health of a child or the lack of health of a sick child. It's why we wanted to take time to outline it. Then all of a sudden, it's the diagnoses of, hey, this child's not concentrating in school, they're not behaving, they're misbehaving, uh, and there's a lot of things we see kids grouped into now, ranging from ADD to ADHD. We've done shows on that, autism spectrum, sensory spectrum disorders, because this child's not behaving. Can you touch on that one, Dr. Pat? It's just part of that whole cycle that perpetuates itself like you were talking about. Their diets get bad, they crave sugar, they crave these things that have them hyperactive, you know what I mean? And your body has to be able to process things and take them on well to be able to develop and thrive. And it starts with curvatures of your spine. When you're a baby, if you're not moving well, if those spines aren't correctly forming or thriving the way they should, then it starts with that. It starts with forming correct curvatures. You don't form a correct curvature, you're not going to be feeling the way you naturally should. And that's where kids get growing pains. They start having conditions where they don't want to move and you have to stay moving. And then it's, we're living in a time of convenience. You know what I mean? Like you said, with the diet, it's all about convenience. It's so much easier for you to go to some place that has a dollar menu and just grab a few things from that, take your family there, go through the drive-thru. And even with sports and things like that, activities for kids, sometimes they have them once every week, once every couple weeks, you take them, do something for half an hour and then you're done for the week. It's just, you have to always keep proactive. You always have to stay moving, stay active, stay doing those things and really figure out how that kid could thrive in general and not get into this cycle where it starts at birth, you know what I mean? They start having problems and just perpetuates it on itself. 
Most definitely. And, and, you know, the end result to me, friends, is uh, I think back, this dates me, but back when Nancy Reagan used to have this whole Just Say No to Drugs campaign. And I always found that interesting because, you know, for, for the longest time, who was the most trusted person in the community? It was the local family MD. And, you know, so this child, when they were hurting, what happened? Their, their parents give them medication to soothe what's hurting. Here's some Tylenol, here's, you know, feel better, honey. And if that doesn't do the job, maybe the parent goes to the store and tries to buy something over the counter that's more powerful. But the, the child at a very young age starts to see, wow, the people that love me give me pills to give me stuff to try to feel better. And if that doesn't work, they take the child to the most respected person in the community, to the medical doctor. And what do they do? They give them drugs. That's their main form of treatment. And so all of a sudden you get these children that are in these awkward high school years that are impressionable, that have huge amounts of peer pressure. And, you know, their, their good buddy offers them some kind of drug, some kind of pill. And all of a sudden we're shocked that a, ch that a child goes, yeah, that makes sense. Well, you know, when in fact we've been raised in that culture and that's why we're so passionate. And that's why we do these shows that might not be popular with a lot of folks because a lot of people take drugs, but I think it's common sense, friends, if you step back and understand, you know, in emergency situations, these drugs can save lives, but we're not talking about emergency situations here. We're talking about long-term health and wellness. If there's one thing we love to say in our offices, because we witness it day in and day out, chiropractic kids are freakishly healthy. I mean, it's just, they don't go down this path we just outlined, which is so common for our youth today. They are freakishly healthy and they have an unfair advantage over so many other children. And I mean, that happens with the kids getting adjusted, just don't get sick at the same frequency, right, Dr. Adrian? They don't. I mean, they, they are just absolutely more healthy. They thrive a lot better. And the big thing, too, is the, the, the parents are good understanders of the lifestyle changes that need to take place. So that way... They can make those changes at home and make sure that their spine and nerve system is always functioning at its best. And when all those components are, are, are in place, it does just allow for that child to just be able to uh, thrive early at an early age rather than just going through life trying to always reach its health potential. Um, it is. It's, it's, it's a neat thing to see um, there in the offices uh, from all ages that, that we sh that we see, but it is fun to, to see children get adjusted, and they love to get adjusted. They're happy to get on the table uh, and get adjusted, or even um, you know watch their parents get adjusted. Uh, their parents are setting good examples for them to see that hopefully they can continue to pass along uh, to their children when they get to that point. Dr. Adrian, I started asking Dr. Pat his favorite story adjusting a child. How about you? It is. It's, it's the, the phone call that I'll get late in the evening, if asking if they can uh, allow me to adjust their child, and that is that's that's such a cool thing, you know. Sometimes they're like, "Oh, we're sorry to bug you and to call you, but can you check our our, our newborns?" Like, absolutely not. That's one of the happiest things that that I can do and be able to give back to that child to allow it its opportunity to be able to to be healthy at such a an early time in its life. Um, but that is, and then also too, uh, the ones who were uh, come into the office with digestive problems or constipation. And uh, there's that big poop that they that have. It's not the, I guess, most pleasant thing, but it's actually neat to see that, you know, restoring function in through the spine and nerve system allows for just better digestion. And we see it take place immediately sometimes. 
Yeah, that is so common that it's rare that parents get out of the office before that diaper is filled with poop. And especially when that child's been backed yeah. up for a few days and you just reconnect and stimulate those nerves that go that digestive tract. And, and I think that right there alone illustrates the power of the chiropractic adjustment. So on that note, thank you friends for tuning in. And uh, if you haven't had your children checked or the children of loved ones, family members, and they're struggling with health problems, please encourage them to go see a chiropractor who specializes in pediatrics in taking care of these kids. Thank you, friends. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today on The Quacks, the podcast about longevity. Be sure to tune into our next show. Have an amazing, healthy, blessed, abundant week.